Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Kazi Space. And today, ah, it's a great day. An amazing day. It happens to be my birthday. And it's been amazing. And it's almost like a year now since I arrived Berlin from Ukraine. And I remember last year spending my birthday on my way out of Ukraine. And Today I'm having uh, my friends around who I'm also hosting on pod, on Kazi Space Podcast. Yeah, with me I have um, Florian, I have uh, Stefan who was also in the race with me and I have Nina who is also a friend of mine in Berlin with Florian. So Florian. Hello everyone <laughs> and happy birthday for the second time <laughs> after our first second <laughs> I'm very happy you, to right? be here. <laughs> yeah, cool. So, Stefan, how about you? Say something. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Stefan. I guess this is my third time here on Kazi Space. Yeah. Happy birthday, bro. And this is your special birthday edition. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. And um, Nina... you're welcome, bro. Hello, guys. I'm Nina. Um... <laughs> I have also Ukrainian roots since we are talking about that topic. Yeah, yeah we we all happy to be here and talk about some deep shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so today, uh, like it's almost a year or so since um, I met Florian. And Florian have um, really played a big role or a huge role, I would say, in my life, settling down in Berlin and all. So, uh, you know, Florian actually volunteered to help me with nobody talking to him about it and all. So, Florian, what, why did you volunteer to help someone you have never met and you just feel like you just volunteer to help somebody who you don't know from anywhere? Why, why would you do that? I mean, it was just because the war started and like you saw all the pictures in TV and everything and the people suffering and so many people in need in Berlin. Yeah. And so we have like big enough flat to host someone. Yeah. And that's where we just dis- uh, decided that we wanted to help. And yeah. Amazing. You know, feel accommodation for a week. <laughs> but sincerely, not just the accommodation part, uh, Florian have also assisted me in a lot of paperwork, helping me to go about my struggle having to arrive here in Berlin. And Stefan also uh, was with me during this whole race and yeah. later uh, went back to Nigeria. Stefan, how's it been for yes, you? Bro. Has it been for you since you arrived in Nigeria? And uh, what will you say this situation have changed in your life? Okay. Um, for me, generally, uh, it has it has changed my whole perspective about life. Yeah. 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 It has changed my whole perspective about life. Coming back to Nigeria wasn't wasn't in the plan for like the next two three years, but I was I was forced to. So that shock of coming back was 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 so hard on me. 
it really was it was so hard on me but i'm glad um you know there's a saying that time is actually the real doctor not the medicine you take yeah. at the hospital time heals you get that yeah yeah. yeah, so 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 that was it. So time with time and with God, you know. Yeah, I was able to. How did heal. it change your perspective on life? Like, what exactly changed? What do you say? Sorry. How did your perspective change? In what way? Oh, okay. One, the way I saw life, I saw life. Um, okay, whatever I'm doing, I should just plan in it in one direction like just the way i was coming to ukraine i planned okay um ukraine would work i I'm, i was coming to study ukraine will work after studies i have other plans that just falls in line so now this whole war has changed that part of my life that when i'm planning for anything now i like make up to three options and i'll be like okay i want to venture into this if it does not work out, was the closest thing I can do that is almost in line. So now it has it has shaped my life. And I think something even happened a few months ago. I was trying to do something and I was actually planning just in one direction. So I remembered, guy, this was a mistake you made. Why not make other plans? So when it, it did not even work out as I planned, I already had something to fall back to. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this whole war, it has it has changed my perspective. Like, if you're doing anything, don't just there's a saying, don't um stick stick the boat of your leg to check the depth of a river. Use one. So yeah. now I don't just go in one in one direction. I try to like okay, make different alternatives that I can quickly fall back to, so I don't go back to that state where I was depressed. You got that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's great. For me, I think it also uh, changed a lot of um, perspectives and way I see, like, you know, back then in my first degree, I had this class, a GSC class, where we were taught that sometimes war is necessary. Sometimes you need war for peace to reign and things like that. So I always had this perspective like, okay, for example, in my country, we have a lot of political issues. And I'm like, sometimes I think we just need to fight these politicians and have like revolution to change things because of the mindset that was built from that cause. Mm. Then after this war, I can never say there's any positive end in war. Yeah, mm, that's true. Yeah, because, you know, I always thought I was super strong. I can't feed things and shit like that. <laughs> After my experience, seeing the kind of weapons I saw on my way out of Ukraine and not having to eat for five days, just chocolate and water, it just, I was traumatized to the essence that I was thinking so negatively, like I was thinking so negative, trying to even harm myself because I was so tired. You can imagine. So... That's it for that. And I'm happy in Berlin and I'm with good people, nice people. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the way forward is the only way for me. You understand? But how is it for you? Yeah. Like after a year, do you feel like more home in Berlin? Or... Yeah. 
Yeah, changed. yeah. I, I, I think after settling down in Berlin and going through these struggles, I later realized that these struggles were actually building me to uh, mm. understand the system. You understand? So right now, I feel more at home. I understand some of the policies. I understand some of the rules. Life is kind of easier right now compared to before. And I have great exactly. to thank, you know. So I would say I went through the struggle of remodeling. I've been remodeled. Can you say like what were the biggest struggles that you faced? When I was when I arrived when you arrived like after the war yeah of course I mean the way it was crazy bad yeah. and crazy but like arriving here yeah like, what were the points where you felt way happier for example afterwards or what helped you yeah uh, I mean when I arrived Berlin I started taking Dutch course and I'm always this kind of person that uh, I always like to work with my time I don't always <laughs> give the do. universe their time. <laughs> You know, most times I just want things to happen at my time, neglecting the fact that the universe is there also giving its time. When I arrived in Berlin, it was really difficult because I slept out in Berlin under the code for like two days. You understand? And apart from that, I went through a lot of struggle trying to get accommodation, trying to get appointments, trying to... Everything was new to me because in my yeah. country, there's no much paperwork <laughs> there's no there's no we have a way of doing things here <laughs> it was crazy like i could be home and plural would tell me oh you got like two messages and three mails and i'm like fuck this is the first time i'm receiving messages like why is it that it cares so much or what <laughs> you understand so it was really crazy having to go about arranging these papers yeah. having to meet this appointment because i realized germans don't joke with time you understand <laughs> it was crazy because sometimes you meet someone just two minutes later and they're no longer there they left already yeah. you understand so it it's was busy. yeah <laughs> it was really difficult understanding the system yeah after going through this remodeling phase as i said i i think i've Kind of become five percent German. I <laughs> <laughs> because you adapted so quickly. Like there are yeah. people who never adapt. Yeah, quickly. yeah. And like you just fought your way through it. Yeah, you know, in Nigeria, where I'm from, we don't really get things. Nobody give you anything. You just have to find yeah. for everything. You, you have to find it yourself. You understand? So I'm really used, I'm I'm also a kind of person that like to learn. So when I see something that I know this thing will be good for me later in the future, I just try to put my focus nice. and learn good. from it. Very yeah. Admirable. So Berlin has been great. I mean, I've adapted uh, through Florent helping me with words and things like that. Because I remember having to look for accommodation for seven months yeah and Flora will always exactly. be like yeah it's crazy right <laughs> yeah so Flora was always like don't give up <laughs> don't give up it, it might not mean so much to him but I think that contributed to my resilience or should I say my uh yeah some support or something. My, yeah like a support system for me 
And I think Berlin is great. It's a great uh, place in Germany. Mm -hmm. But I mean, to what you said before, like, like that was something I realized <laughs> from you. Like, just money from the state or when the state tries to support the people was yeah. just uncommon for you in some way. And you're yeah. like, I don't want to be in debt for the state <laughs> or something, but it's <laughs> normal in Germany that you get unemployment money, that the state supports the people living yeah. there. And like, I realized that at the beginning that you never wanted to take that, yeah. but it's so normal and like society is paying for it. And yeah. It's like society is also paying off for it. And yeah. Just everyone should be happy and just a way to support the people. Yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right because when I arrived in Berlin, I will reference back to where I'm from. Like in, in Nigeria, nobody will help you. Mm. If somebody is helping, nobody needs something from you. Yeah. Exactly. It's a 50 50 system. I understand. So if somebody is giving you a bread, you probably have a cook they want from you. Mm -hmm. So when I arrived here, I I got the the like I saw opportunity for the government to help me in several ways. And Florian also helped me to make researches on how the government can assist me. But I was always scared and it was always like just take it. It's yeah. normal. Huh? It's yeah. just... Then I was like, no, I don't want to be indebted to anybody and all, but you know. I think that's also something that uh, have helped me in life to be able to be contented with whatever I have, no matter how I want something. Yeah. If I can't get it, if if it's not in my reach, I don't let it bother me. Yeah. Until exactly. So Berlin is great. And Nina, how long have you been in Berlin? Uh, since 2018, so almost five years now. Ah, <laughs> but nice. It, well, um, oh, I thought she was German. Like, huh? Um, in Berlin. I thought you. Are you German? I am. I was born in Germany. My parents are from, or my, I would say, my ancestors are from all over the eastern Europe. area, Europe. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So many countries in there, Russia also. Um, okay. So there is the this clash kind of also between friends and family, you know. And yeah. Propaganda in Russia is pretty strong. It's but I'm moving <laughs> away from it. <laughs> <laughs> What makes Berlin special is that it's very international. Yeah. And that it is very open-minded. You have yeah. freedom of speech here, you have freedom of expression. You have many privileges yeah. to develop in a way that you want to develop, but also you have many um I don't know, like booby traps or uh like, like like it's setbacks headbacks or the city can also make you crazy some yeah, people don't yeah. really can like stand, stand, it. stand the pressure, pressure no. and the opportunities that they have some yeah. people yeah break on these opportunities actually yeah yeah true i i think that's so accurate because i remember a lot of people who came to berlin from ukraine they were not able to cope 
So some of them went to Portugal, Italy, and other places because Berlin was really stressful for them. I think I got broken several times in Berlin. <laughs> I think everyone does. Yeah, I remember you, you told me. I died several times in Berlin. For real, yeah. So I totally understand and sincerely I appreciate the government, even if, uh, even if we always want more. But, it... but I also get that feeling of being indebted because yeah. I also had this experience after my bachelor's when I searched for work and I had the opportunity to let the government kind of sponsor that searching time. Yeah. And it feels really strange. There is a pressure on you, like a social pressure and also probably coming intrin intrinsic, but still... Um, there are many cliches that you yeah. have to deal with that yeah. people who don't have a job are lazy or they're whatever yeah like now I'm really happy that it didn't work out back then because <laughs> since then I completely kind of changed my path but yeah um, yeah it's, it's 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 a good thing that the government offers it but I think also people are struggling it with it now because yeah. there are really many cliches and also uh yeah stigmata yeah but i mean just to put that into content it's not that the government is just sponsoring you it's also just explain it briefly that you're paying for the unemployment money every month like uh, your tax, a tax uh, <laughs> working it can, it can never be where we come from <laughs> <laughs> Never go see how, see how good I mean, it's just like, give and take. see how good that society yeah it's give and take but the problem in Germany is that like middle class people have to give so much more than rich people and that's that's just the classical kind of state problem of of course I just wanted yeah. to put that into yeah, the content yeah. um, that's like of course we're free in that moment and the people should just take it because it's a great advantage to use it yeah um but it's society like taking care of each member of society that's yeah. how it works but there are also people who are actually misusing that yes yeah that's true. Really, you shouldn't do that yeah, yeah. yeah. i just didn't want true. to <laughs> that topic. I totally agree yeah that's so true and florent how long have you been in berlin uh i moved here like 12 years ago ah took quite a while ago where are you from? I'm from the Western That was a long term. Yeah, so also German. But yeah. then moved here after high school for my studies and worked here. Nice. And, uh, studying again. So... <laughs> I know that, right? It's always back and forth. <laughs> yeah, so it's amazing how uh, the things we go through in life actually reshaping or remodel our current um, life. You understand? And Stefan, yeah. will you kind of um tell, yes, bro. tell us what you have done since this uh war started? I know it's so difficult because I've also uh lived in Nigeria for all my life, I would say. So I totally understand that it's super difficult and annoying to be in Nigeria because of the way the things are run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so what have you done out of whole situation and mess? What have you been up okay. to? Okay, okay, so 
So apart from the fact, hold on, hold being, on, um, hold on. The reason I'm asking you this is because uh, some of my listeners are people that have also been affected by war or people yeah. who just uh, relocated to Berlin or finding themselves in new environment and they have okay, okay. struggle. It might not be like ours, but something related to it. But maybe by listening to your process, it will help someone out there. So okay, 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 okay. So when I got back, it was, um, it was okay. Like I think the first two weeks I got back, I was okay. You know, there's reality check check has not come in then. Yeah. So I was just okay. Everything was fine. So, um, so just going to a month, reality checks start coming in. Like, okay, this time I was not supposed to be here. Yeah. I should have been able to like gone far with my studies yeah. and all of that. So, I was depressed. I I fell into depression. That I should use the word so people could actually relate to how I felt then. Okay. So I was depressed. I wasn't feeling like doing nothing. I would wake up in the morning, just shower, brush, no appetite to eat, just be on my phone, all of that. But, you know, so they said, when you understand your problem, you've, you've gotten the solution like 50%. Yeah. So I, I knew what I was doing was wrong. Me isolating myself from everyone. It was making the depression go deeper. So I I was cautious of it. And I was like, hey, where am I going wrong? What's the problem? So I could narrow it down to I was always on the internet. And I would see a friend. I left Nigeria before. Just saying, oh, I just left to this other country. I left to this other country. So I could find what my problem was. Was I don't know how to put it. I think jealousy came in. Yeah. Of course. So so I was able to I was able to you know, you know, the one of our problems is we lie to ourselves as humans. But yeah. if you can just be truthful to yourself for a second. I think you've solved 50% of your problem. So that was what I did. I was able to identify the fact that this is not who I am. I was being jealous. I was mad at myself. Did I make a wrong decision? Yeah. So I started reading, nothing uh, um, extensive, just on Google, like, how do I leave this state? And first thing I saw was acknowledging the fact that what you are doing I just identify the problem. After identifying the problem, look for something you have a little passion for and learn something new. So that was what I did. I don't know if you guys can hear me. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay, okay. So that was what I did. I was able to identify the problem of me going down, down, deep into depression. And I didn't want that. So I had to pick pick up a new hobby. And the hobby I picked was UI design. Yeah. Apart from being a UI designer now, you, you know I, I I I used to be a fashion designer and I have this um 
um strong desire for just mixing up colors, yeah. mixing up clothes, just bring bring out something different. So I was like, okay, let me go into tech, which would be perfect for me. It was UI and UX. Yeah. So I started it. I gave myself, I told myself, like, okay, I went on Coursera and I was like, okay, this Coursera um, course I want to take is going to be for five months. Yeah. How do I plan to do this thing? You know, starting a new hobby, the first three days, okay, you are, you are pumped up, you are hyped. Let me, I want to do this. The reality comes from the fifth day, the sixth day. So all I said was, I want this. This is what I want to leave the state I am. So I'm going to give it my all. So yeah. what I do, or what I did then, was I'm just trying to just go deep so that the listeners could understand where I was and how I was able to live there step by step. Yeah. So what I did was I removed every distraction. Yeah. Like every other thing causing distraction. I removed them. So what I did was, when I wake up every morning, I don't leave my room because I was not doing anything anymore. I don't leave my room till 12 p.m. And at 12 p.m., I'm on Coursera. Even after I'm done with my courses on Coursera, the one I have for that day, I'll be on YouTube, like, trying to broaden my knowledge on what I just learned. Yeah. So, Kazi, you could remember at least I was walking you through the steps. I was always calling you, yeah. letting you know, like, this is what I'm trying to do and all of that. Yeah. So, funny enough, something I was to learn for, like, five months. Just at the end of the first month, I was, to an extent, I was good at it that I was looking for an advanced class to just learn. Hmm. You get. Yeah. So, like you said, the reason for this question is, so that the listeners that actually pass through this could get a glimpse of maybe how to maybe just overcome it. That's it. In summary of everything I'm saying, one, I said, identify the problem you have. When you identify that problem you have, look for a distraction that can all be, that can take you away from the reality of you being in this problem. Okay, yeah. you've identified it. This is my problem. How do I get out? find a hobby yeah nothing serious nothing serious if the hobby you find is watching movies <laughs> but just it should be it should be the hobby should be something productive yeah yeah i should put it that way the hobby should be something productive so most times when i just check back like um check back maybe i see like one of the pictures i took when i was done i'll just see myself laughing i'll be like wow so I was really like down into depression this time. Yeah. But I'm glad I was able to identify it and come out of it. Now I'm glad I am not a UI, UI designer, not a, 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 um, a master UI designer though, but um, um keep you going. Yeah, yeah, I'm comfortable with where I am with the speed and all. A good distraction from the old trauma. Like I really exactly and I can relate. Exactly. I can relate to everything. And and and, and you too, Kazi. I even had a question for you. And one of the questions is like, you know, you've lived in Nigeria like all your life. Yeah. And now you are going to um a new system. You know, you talked about you talked about how the whole experience you had 
yeah. um changed your perspective yeah. of life. So it's not like okay, you had one perspective of life when you were in Nigeria. Yeah. And you now have a different perspective of life to your perspective totally towards like uh, life. So yeah. now I'm asking, like since your your the time you lived in Nigeria was a different kind of life and now in Germany. So what is are there similarities and what do you miss from the past kind of life? Yeah, I I think I would say I miss in the worst the worst reason is what I'm giving. I, I think I miss my nonchalant attitude. Like where I just do things I like, I don't care about anything. I thought you would, I thought you would say food, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but, but sincerely, I miss Africa food, of course. But I I mean that also. But about my perspective, uh, I, I think I have... I now appreciate the things I didn't do back then because I was living in the same country with my family and I never went to see them for years. So being there and not being able to even see them, even if I want to make me kind of miss them and also uh, wish I had done better while I was in Nigeria. But mm. that if you're talking about the political aspect and the social life <laughs> or that, I think I would prefer Berlin a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, 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 because the, the political system in uh, Nigeria is not something I like. I don't fancy it in any way. So I don't even like to talk about it. So. Yeah, it's it's so, it's so, it's so, uh, I don't know the right word to use. It's so um, shameful to talk about it. Yeah, it's very it's so shameful to talk about it. Yeah, but it's so good. <laughs> because you could have lived your whole life yeah. there and yeah. not appreciate the time with your parents. Yeah. And mm. now at least you're missing them so, yeah. and at some point you will visit and yeah. go there so of course I, I i i yeah of course that's so accurate but yeah. i mean i miss home <laughs> but i'm here now it's amazing and i just want to grow better and do better you understand yeah, yeah. despite Despite all of this, yeah, the um the bad side of it, we've been displaced for some time. But I think there are some experiences I there's some experience I had. Yeah. Get that's yeah. experiences and little life lessons. Yeah. That was that was that was that was gotten from it. I don't want to say I'm glad I experienced it, but yeah. At the time, you know how we talk. At the time, that one said, join. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're speaking pigeon now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so it's amazing. And um what 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 Florian, what do you think uh about Berlin in your own sense, your own view? What do you think about Berlin? About Berlin in general, like I mean, I moved here 12 years ago, and I'm still here, so <laughs> I must like it. And 
mean in real life in the city that gives you so many opportunities there yeah. are times where i thought about moving or something but there's so many options to do whatever you like yeah and i mean it's the same the freedom that, uh, freedom of course but it's the same that you experienced here so just people helping you They're yeah always that's the like, you yeah two sides so it's not always like that yeah and it's not like the holy place in the world yeah, and it doesn't feel too german to be honest that's also the funny thing about berlin in so many ways yeah like for example they couldn't even do the election properly <laughs> because yeah they didn't count votes or all but like they it was just all over the place yeah. which is very critical if the capital city of germany can't do like proper elections in its capital yeah it is very strange <laughs> i i think all politicians are always trying to rig the election to no, but in Germany, so. normally things like rigging an election don't go through. Mm. Um, yeah, it's terrible, man. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> we, just, we just had, we just had, we just had an election like um two weeks ago. Yeah, that's only twenty fifth. That's last. Yeah, that's last. Yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, it's it's it's. I heard it's terrible. <laughs> It's shameful. Yeah. It's shameful to talk about. Like it, it was crazy. You could you could just go on Twitter and just maybe type Nigerians um, presidential election. You would cry. So the ah no 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 no. How is it now? Like they are in court currently. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah Actually, who they want took the uh passing the fever to court so they are battling it because they are trying to battling in a very stupid way. yeah what yeah because we want you country don't want this man this yeah. man and it's so obvious it's so obvious that everybody sorry <laughs> it's fine. No, no, talk, 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 talk. Don't worry. I just wanted to ask to clarify. Um, so the current president that was elected, but the election was rigged. He is before court now. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's not. Yeah, I I think they want to inspect the machine. That was yeah. They want to inspect the machine. The only thing is this man. The, the people in charge of this machine, they are working with this man the people don't want. Because they are working with the man we don't want. So they the said president is working, the current president is working with him. Like um the two guys in judiciary, legislative arms, they are working with him because he has the money to share. He has the money to go around. But this competent guy, the one, the guy we all want, the they rigged it and everybody we are crying like this is not who we voted for like nobody no people that come out to say i voted for this other guy that i want i've not seen up to like a hundred persons come online and say i voted for this person but you have you see millions millions of people coming and say what happened the figure the figure we got the figure we got at our polling unit is different from what you guys are giving us mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. it's crazy here, man. Yeah, Ooh. 
Stuff like this, like we were talking about war and like yeah. the legitimacy of war, and I think these times only can go with time and education, and that's yeah the main points for change. Yeah, and not just education. I think um, people yeah, have to also much. make decisions. So and study the people they are really voting for because we just have people who are leaders all over the world making some decisions we don't want. Yeah. And at the end of the day, people actually employed them. But it's see we kind of see it the other way around. Like they employed us. You understand? So my country is a very wonderful place. Yeah, I believe that. Okay. It's a key study. <laughs> <laughs> of the greatest country. Yeah. <laughs> this problem is still corruption, you know. Yeah. So I think corruption corruption is something I think we might never be able to break. Because most of yeah. the techniques and ways of corruption have been passed to the new generation. But that speaks about values as well, and that's also yeah. a kind of education, right? To educate the people in that way that they want to shoot yeah. and not to yeah. like, from other people. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't educate everyone. But but you know the funniest thing here. This 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 we had we had something happened um in 2020 that sparked up this whole revolution of Nigerians don't want in these old old guys anymore. So uh, we had we had a protest that later turned bloody that I, I don't even want to talk about. But but it 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 led to this revolution that people had to start educating the masses, educating. Uh, 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 even the younger generations to yeah. vote yeah. Yeah. to the rate that we yeah, the importance of votes yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we, we started like educating Democ the guys started come again yeah so I said like um different organizations they were educating people like the younger ones Educating the Indians to vote guys that have kept Nigeria in this mess for this long time. So we could see the change. There was there was change. People stayed, Kazi, funny thing, yeah. People stayed, people stayed till 1 a.m. after voting to allow them to count their vote in their presence. Yeah. There's some there were some there's yeah. a place that the the machines weren't functioning well. People, citizens, had, they had to go to their houses and they brought generators. They brought food for these guys. It has never been heard. You get, so now we knew the, we, now we know the importance of voting and now they want to rig. So that's why this whole court case is coming up. And I pray we win. <laughs> I pray we win. If you guys don't win, I'm not coming back soon, man. <laughs> <laughs> I pray we win. I pray we win. But I mean, if I the dispute is before court, yeah. yeah, how could it go wrong from here? I mean, this corruption there is on a different level because these people can just do anything and there is nothing you can really do. 
but can they no check and balance there's no check and balance person to yeah that's that's it the thing yeah we also wanted them to take away the chairman of the whole electoral body because he's not making a good decision it's just a crazy situation back to my bed let's leave <laughs> politics alone <laughs> So, Nina, how about you? What do you think of Berlin? What do you enjoy most in Berlin and things like that? Mm, I think it's really the freedom and the music also and the artistic expressions in Berlin that I enjoy yeah, very true, much. True. And also it's comfortable, of course. I mean, I grew up in Germany and Berlin is not so German yeah. for me um and quite refreshing you could say um yeah so for a big city it has a lot to offer what do you ben enjoy but Berlin? <laughs> i mean i enjoy i just spend time alone of course and apart from that i also go to the museum sometimes i like to just spend time in beautiful art environment with history yeah so you enjoy you enjoy the fact you could you could enjoy, enjoy your shower man not the way you enjoy it in nigeria <laughs> I don't you know, have it outside. no i mean <laughs> yeah so that's it basically but and you enjoy the parties, of course. Yeah, the parties in Berlin, they are amazing. And I tend to explore Berlin more this summer. So I'll be holding Flora in one hand, Nina in the other hand. <laughs> but okay, I want to ask this question, yeah? It's yeah. for Florian and Nina. Yeah, I, 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 um, you guys have been friends with Kazi for, um, for some time now, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's coming from a different, um, cultural background, like not um in Europe. I don't know if you understand. So, what little um features have you guys um? How would I put it now? What features have you um like the found in Kazi now? <laughs> Yeah, the difference in cultural background you found in Kazi that you don't just find. Um... <laughs> so, kind of, then in the beginning, he was saying he can't cook. And then he started cooking and he cooks amazing. And Thank like you. Germany, Funny enough, it caused me, it caused me for recipe. for those recipes. What? I say you call me for those recipe. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes why you give my legs out. The best hacks I ever had is like really the tomato sauce yeah. from fresh tomatoes. So. Oh yeah, that's really yeah, I amazing. Think, I think I can also make that if you want. Always. Yeah. <laughs> so what else? Um. So. Cook a lot. You are very diligent, like very diligent. Like I've never met a person who gets up 
at 5 a.m. to start their day. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 true. <laughs> I I mean, they have Stefan and my other friends have had share of that because sometimes we are out in a different city and we are in a hotel or something. By five, I'm already up knocking at their door. <laughs> and they're like, Ben, just stay away, please. Like five. Florian, <laughs> what do you think about this question? So how about you, Florian? Well, there are quite a few things. Like, I mean, you're more punctual now. Like at the beginning, it was like, okay, I'm stopping by and close by, and an hour later, Ben is still not there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and punctuality is big in Germany, by the way. Uh, but I got used to it. I mean, I mean, between me and Nina, who is more punctual? Ben <laughs> I'm not so true. So, so, so the five percent German. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's why I said five German now because I keep to time now. So it's amazing. And uh you yeah. tried uh food, right? Yes. Yeah, I also made a goosey soup. I she tried a goosey soup. It was all wow. He tried a goosey. Yes, it was all of it was fantastic. I love it. <laughs> and Ben is a really good cook. I don't wow. know he claimed in the beginning that he was like, oh, wow. and cook so amazing. He is a good cook. But still, like, he is a good cook, you know. Stefan is a very good cook. Ah, this is... Should ah. I tell you something? Should I tell you something? Should I tell you something? Mm -hmm. back, here, back here in Nigeria, we don't even allow Ben cook. <laughs> Why? Because to Ross is not that good. I told you. So this, I don't cook at all. I mean, I don't have... like we don't allow him cooking. Still, food tastes amazing. <laughs> yeah, but I think I've improved over time because I was always using YouTube. Okay, okay. And this is something I will say out there to people listening to this podcast that YouTube and other uh search um. Uh, engine or platforms are a great resource like anything you want to learn anything you want to do that's you true have phone, you have very it. true very true but Go the doing is the harder part yeah like, watching videos all day yeah the doing yeah taking one lesson and actually integrating it so. yeah I, I i mean if you really want something you will definitely do everything you can to get it there is no way you spend your time on the internet looking for a solution that you won't learn something you understand i know True. like 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 nina said the problem is actually learning it yeah. Yeah, yeah i think if you don't want to learn it then do something else man i don't I know i think now we have more <laughs> We have so much information, but we feel that we don't have the time to really Thank take you. time to like resolve one yeah. thing and then go to true. That's that's very correct. And there's so much superficiality. And this is addicting. This is actually addicting. Like also short videos on youtube and stuff just like crack for the brain <laughs> 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 yeah. 
I'm the money thing sometimes. I want to go on YouTube to search for something and I end up and I end up on watching prank videos. Next time it's like in my head. Prank for your head, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. You know, just crazy man. But anyway, I really uh, I really enjoyed this episode and it's amazing. Friend Nina and Stefan on Kazi Space Podcast. And sorry to all my listeners for the delay <laughs> and for not having to post in a while. I've been busy with my exams and other life situation happening. Yeah. But I'm back now and I hope we keep growing. Back in the game. And don't forget yeah. to check us up on Instagram, Kazi Space. And enjoy your week. <laughs> Happy birthday to me once again. Yeah. <laughs>